Hello and welcome to the Messy Message Podcast with Alexis and Burley. Where God can take your mess and make it your message. Yes, God. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Messy Message. Hi, Burley. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Awesome. I have an attitude of gratitude this morning. I love it. <laughs> Which means you're sharing our gratitude oh, yeah. moment today. Okay. Um, so, Onyx, my oldest, mm-hmm. he is going to our church, Grace Family Church. Uh, he's going to the VBS this week, the mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you this boy is excited, he comes home pumped. <laughs> the zone is literally my like wave my bartering chip like if he does anything wrong you're not going to the zone he's like no <laughs> oh mom but let me tell you what happened so in the actual zone he just graduated from the clubhouse which is where the small children are to right. the zone which is like now you're a big boy yeah elementary big, yes mm-hmm. so he comes to me and he's like mommy i need to bring my bible book that's what he calls it, my Bible book. Mm-hmm. I need to bring my Bible book to church because I want to go on the stage. Like, oh, I guess no. if you if you bring your Bible, they like like yeah, they acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So he does not have a Bible. He has like the stories, you know, yeah. like the 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 kid stories where, yeah. but it's not the entire Bible. So I and he wants to take one of the storybooks, and I'm like, well, that's not an actual Bible. Let me buy you one, and next time we go to church, you will bring it. And he's like, okay, super excited. I got it off of Amazon. It comes in. It's a Bible for kids, uh-huh. but it's uh-huh. a it's an actual Bible. Yeah. Let me tell you, this kid has been going to the park, getting in the swing, <laughs> eating his dinner, everything with his Bible book. Oh, so he amazing. drew a picture of his Bible. He's, I mean, he's on another That's... level in love with. His That's Bible, amazing. That is, That's I mean, what we live for. yes, mm-hmm. it's all. I, I cannot thank God enough for the love of the word that He is getting because yes. I heard somewhere on another podcast. I cannot cite the podcast. I don't remember, but I remember the person saying that when your children know the Bible, when mm-hmm. they know the Word of God, mm-hmm. that is imperative. That is important, and that is what keeps them on the road right yes yeah all through adulthood and all through uh the challenges that come through life so i am just so grateful it's beautiful it is yes praise god he loves his bible book that is a real gratitude moment (laughs) absolutely so i didn't attend zone summer but i was kind of hearing because i was on campus a few times today and uh this week i'm sorry and let me just tell you it sounds like I mean, I'm like, that's no vacation Bible school I ever went to. No, it's a blast. <laughs> Sounds like a rock concert or something. I mean, these kids are having the best time. So. Yes, we call it vacation Bible school on steroids. On steroids. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Burley, that's an amazing, that's great gratitude I right there. I love I'm that. I'm so happy. Yes, God so bless Onyx. Alexis, why don't you uh, let our listeners know who's here today? Yes, we always have special guests. <laughs> All of our guests are special, um, but this woman holds a really special place in our hearts um, because she is a fearless leader at our church, and she is... Um, Deb Altman, Debbie Altman, pastor, our uh, lead pastor's wife of Grace Family Church, and we are so happy to have her here today and her willingness to share um, her amazing story. So um, 
Burley and I decided that we would kind of give just a little bit of background as to both of our, um, you know, encounters with you. And so since I'm talking, I'll start off and just say, um, I, I know I personally met you in Beautiful mm -hmm. doing our women's ministry. Right. And um, just overwhelmed, and I mean this sincerely, with the how personable you are mm -hmm. and just Thank how um, caring and, I mean, you just exude kindness. You know, there's, I mean, we have, our Grace Family Church has six locations. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And, and to have, you know, um, Debbie be so kind and humble and just loving on all the women around her um, is beautiful. I know there's so many people to remember, so many names yes. to remember, but you do your best. But you do your best and you, I re and, you and, and I was actually surprised a few times at things that you remembered about mm -hmm. previous conversations we would have or, or things. And so um, it just really put an imprint on my heart because it's that doesn't happen very often when you get to I don't like using mega churches but you know when you get to a church of this size yeah. um, it really becomes very hard but um, this is definitely you are a woman who you go out of your way and it shows that you have that personal touch and just being so personable and so loving and so kind to each and every one of us oh, thank and thank you for just walking the ministry that you share thank you yeah Aww. So my favorite death story, and I'm sorry if you hear Rayma crying in the background, guys, but that's life. <laughs> my baby girl, she hasn't been feeling too well, and I can hear her like, wah! <laughs> She's with my mother-in-law, okay, so I'm not like leaving her alone, by the way. <laughs> well, um, one of my favorite Deb stories, I'm going to call them Deb stories. Um, actually, uh, during the time I was in hiding, <laughs> after I had baby Rayma, and I was not in any of the ministries and COVID obviously also had something to do with that. I was taking a break mm -hmm. and Pastor Craig sees me and we start kind of having like small talk and he's like, hey, are you in a group? I was in a group online, but nothing in person yet. And I'm like, no, not really. And he's like, oh, well, you need to get in a group. And I gave him all the excuses. I just had a baby. Um, my husband and I, you know, we're both working from home and there's so much going on. I just can't. And he's like, oh, I have a perfect group for you. Beautiful moms. And I'm like, of course you do. Of course you have a group for that. He's like, they take care of the baby. You don't have to worry about anything. Like Deb has a, has a table. You should go to her table. And I'm like, she's not going to. She probably already has like her table set. Like she's probably not trying to get new people. And I, and he's like, wait, I'm gonna get her. He's like, Deb. And she was in the middle of a conversation with another person. He's like, uh, I need you to speak to Burley when you're done. And and he's like, Burley, stay right there. And he has to go off and, and do something. And I'm standing waiting for her to finish her conversation. And I notice like, okay, well. She's really into this conversation. I'm just going to walk away. And I start slowly inching away. She's like, Barry, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to get right to you. And I'm like, she knows. Oh, she saw me inching away. That's that connection her and she Pastor Craig have. <laughs> for Jesus. Yes. That's right. So she comes to me and, and I tell her about what Pastor Craig said about beautiful mm -hmm. mom. She's like, yes, come to my table. You will like, you know, fit right in. Like, and mm -hmm. of course I go in and she She's right there mm -hmm. and she's waiting for, she texted me before coming. Like she oh, was so, so sweet, uh, not just inclusive, but like yeah. intentional with yes. me. And yes. I, I just couldn't believe it because again, Grace is, is a big church yeah. and for her to, you know, 
uh, uh, point out little old me just felt like, wow, how, yes. how can you, yeah. <laughs> how did you remember me? It, do, it leaves a That's little print in your heart. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. So I joined the group and because of that, it kind of catapulted me. Yeah. So I became again, a leader at Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I said yes to this podcast, yes. and it, it just goes. And to you show. were going to Monday so night, true. yes. And you started leading Monday night, yes. That yeah. So I started leading Monday night, beautiful, and then also I, I said yes to this podcast, and I feel like it was all a trickle effect yeah. of saying yes, mm-hmm. of saying yes. So I, look what God does with your yes, yes. amen. And you're yes. a blessing to our group as well. Amen. <laughs> so sweet. Yay. So I just want to add one thing that I thought was so cute and so funny, is when you said. Um, you know, there's a group for that. There's a, yeah, a, a, there's a group and it made me thing. think of, there's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> our church, it's like all our groups are like little apps for people to just join mm-hmm. in. And <laughs> yeah, there is a group for that. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I looked at the list one time and I was like, whoa. So many. There's everything. I mean, but you're grieving. There's a group for yes, that. Yes. You're like single moms. There's a group for that. Yes. It's amazing. There's so much intention. If you are in behind the Tampa area involved. and yeah. do not mm-hmm. have a home church, by all means, look at grace there's so many locations and mm-hmm. there's so much to offer it's an amazing church amen Thank so uh we are gonna get into deb's story today yes so welcome deb after that introduction Thank you. <laughs> I, cry. <laughs> I cry really easily join a club <laughs> Yeah. So tell us a little about yourself and, and let's mm-hmm. get into it. Okay. Well, um, I am just continually humbled and I probably will cry um, <laughs> by God's working in my life mm-hmm. and the journey that he's brought me on um, from the time I was born. Um, I was... Um, born in 1958 to an unwed mother and I was placed for adoption and I was in a um, orphanage for three months um, before a family adopted me and um, you know I was young nothing didn't know anything and then when I was about three my parents said you're gonna have a baby brother and I was like oh fun and so They're like, we got on a plane, it was my Mm -hmm. first plane ride, and we flew to Canada, went to a hotel room, and shortly after that, a lady brought us a baby boy. And (laughs) my mom was like, this is your new baby brother. And I was (laughs) like, this is awesome. And from that age, I just thought that that's how everybody got their babies. <laughs> you got on a you plane, you went to a hotel, and then they give you a baby. Hey. So, I know, wouldn't that be easy, Wouldn't that just be so much easier? <laughs> As you are able to hear. <laughs> so anyway, I um, shortly after that, my parents did share with me about adoption and um, that it was just a beautiful thing that God had created mm-hmm. because there were families that couldn't have babies and babies that didn't have families. And I mm-hmm. I just always grew up really thinking that it was special. I, yeah. I felt like, well, anybody can be born the normal way, but I'm adopted. Ooh, and so my I mother gave that. me a really mm-hmm. a good perspective on that. Absolutely. And um, so anyway, I... Uh, I always grew up just feeling very thankful for my parents who adopted me and loved me and took me in. And I was also just always grateful for my birth mother who had just given me the chance and, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
for life and yeah. and he she placed me and I always thought about her and wondering what her story was yeah so anyway um I uh again I was thankful and I kind of grew up up in Buffalo and we were Catholic mm-hmm. and there were some great things that I learned there but um I kind of started to doubt some things about it and so I kind of over my young teen years I became somewhat agnostic and maybe even atheist and Mm -hmm. we moved to Florida and we completely stopped going to church and um, I pretty much had decided I you know I didn't have that much to do with the Lord but Mm -hmm. um, I met a friend in high school and she was just different and Mm -hmm. she and I became best friends and for a year, she would talk to me about Christ, mm-hmm. and we would argue. I just <laughs> thought it was dumb. I thought it was weak. And she continued to be my friend and press in, and I ended up accepting Christ into my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I was, it was my, at that time also, my parents were going through a lot of difficulty, and they uh, ended up getting a divorce. Um, so it was probably just the right time uh, mm-hmm. for me to feel like maybe I did need help. Maybe I did need a yeah. God, you know. Yeah. Um, so just a very short time after that, I was working at this toy store, and I met this really cute, curly-haired, crazy guy <laughs> named Craig. <laughs> and he had never been to church a day in his life. Some of you have heard those stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and But he liked me and I started bringing him to church and telling him about Jesus and saying, you know, we're not going to have sex. You're coming to church with me. Mm-hmm. We're just forget it. Kind of thing. <laughs> hey, you know? and shockingly, yeah. he came and, um, within a few months he became a Christian. Wow. So, so that's, that's kind of the beginning of our story. And, um, so then we started as youth pastors about a year later at Calvary Temple and Temple Terrace. And we um, grew that youth group to about 400 wow. over 12 years. And this was back in the 80s yeah. when that was huge. That is mm-hmm. huge. And God began to call us. I still think it's huge now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, you know, that's a lot. Um, yeah. He just began to call us to start a church mm-hmm. and we submitted that to our pastor and so in 1994 we started Grace Family Church and in a little st- strip center jazzercise uh, <laughs> with about 50 people so anyway but around that time my mother had passed away unfortunately mm-hmm. at a young age and um she was gone and I'd always thought about my birth mother yeah. um for sure, and wondered about my medical history, and did mm-hmm. she think of me? And just through a series of events, I, one of them being my mom passing, I felt like maybe's the time to maybe look for her. Yeah. And um, so, at, so right around that time, these two journeys. Well, let me finish that part first. So anyway, through just some crazy situations, mm-hmm. prayer, and just before computers, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was able to find my birth mother. Wow. And it was just like an Oprah Winfrey TV show, in my <laughs> opinion, of how I felt and the excitement I felt and yeah. just how amazing that was that I would find her, that she 
received me and I went up and visited her and um, I met three half sisters that are all just a little bit younger than me and I Mm -hmm. heard her story so right around that time it was like I was beginning these two big journeys one was beginning Grace Family Church Mm -hmm. and developing that and finding my birth family and beginning to develop relationships with them Mm. wow what there was so much intention with with God in your life you know even though you went through those periods of you know you know starting out Catholic and then you know, kind of moving away from that and getting to a place where you really felt like God wasn't even necessary. Right. Um, and that's a really like, I don't know if a lot of people look at that as a pit, so to speak, but it, but it is, it's like one of those, I mean, that's a really deep place to be in when you feel like you don't need God at all. Mm -hmm. And for him to run after you and to run after your heart and say, no, no, you're mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have so much for you. And to yeah. keep pouring, you know, to connect you with the people that you need to be connected with. Like, I, Burley and I use this word so much. We were like, we need to find another word, but it's so appropriate. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. God was so intentional with you. Well, I, my very favorite song is the song about he chased us down. Yes. He fought, I mean, I Reckless can't hear love. that. It, because yeah. he chased me down. Amen. Yes, I wasn't did. looking for him. Yes. But he was looking for me. He was looking and for he you. And he had his plans for me. Yes, he did. Before I was born and even when I wasn't looking. And that's mm-hmm. true of all of us. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. resound so much with the part of your story where you're led to being an agnostic, almost atheist, because the exact same mm-hmm. thing happened to me through just asking myself question after question, not in my current religion, not knocking down Catholicism, no. mm-hmm. but where I was personally, mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Right. Um, and the questions were not answered. Right. And because there, there were so many unanswered questions, I began, I began to question God and just decided... Yeah. Right. Well, then you must not exist if you cannot handle these questions. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I so, when, I, when you said that, I so understand that. But mm-hmm. again, God's love came after me, mm-hmm. even when I wasn't searching for him, for him, even when I gave up. And wow, what, a, what an amazing story. Because look at what has been planted in both you and Craig yeah. through that friend. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she yeah. never gave up, huh? She just kept going after the arguing and after. <laughs> I always honor her in every kind of celebration we ever have because mm-hmm. this is a high school student. Mm-hmm. So I speak to all high school students. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate what you can do. And mm-hmm. she's changed a community. Yes. Wow. By, and it was hard. I was tough. And, um, you know, she stuck with me. Amen. That's amazing. And I'm sorry I interrupted your story, but I just I wanted to just add that in there because I'm like, God. Say what, that again. Say it again. What did what's you say? that? What did you say when you were, when you said, I'm sorry to interrupt? Your story? Yeah. Interrupt your story because it was, I just noticed how intentional oh, that was. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. said something before. Yeah. I'm like, say it again. Oh, it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was, I was just, I'm so grateful for her. She's yeah. still my best friend. To That's amazing. Day, so anyway, That's amazing. If she's, I'll have her listen to this. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, after finding my family, I think one of the most significant things that, uh, 
gosh, was just a shock to me because when I was looking for them, as you can imagine, it was about me. Mm -hmm. I want to find my family. Mm -hmm. I want to know my history. I want to hear the story, you know, and nothing wrong with that. That makes sense. But after I met my mother and, and I saw the shame and the guilt that she carried because back in that day, it wasn't looked upon the same as it is now, having mm-hmm. a baby, not being married. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she had gone into a home for unwed mothers, and it mm-hmm. wasn't a very pleasant place. There was mm-hmm. a lot of shame. And so I just, when I began to see that, it was like I immediately began to minister to her wow. about the forgiveness of Christ and how he releases the past. And we yeah. don't have to carry that anymore. And that... I loved her and that he loved her. And then my friends, my best friend's mother, had a reception when I first met her. She first came to Florida. And all these Christian people greeted her and loved on her. And when Mm -hmm. I had first told her that I was a pastor's wife, she was a little petrified because her image of the church was Mm. condemnation. Wow. Guilt, guilt, guilt. So she was like, oh, my God. you know, And she just felt like the red leather and the scarlet one and mm-hmm. so anyway when all mm-hmm. these people loved on her it was just it really set her free and changed her image of who god was and then over the years i've just had the opportunity to also minister to my sisters they you know just trying to share little bits of my life and little bits of my mm-hmm. story um it's been 25 years now that i've been in really and just kind of maybe expose them to a god that they're not as familiar with yeah so so that was just a revelation to me it became a that maybe it wasn't yeah. about me at all wow maybe it was really about them again yeah. emphasizing god's plan god's plan yeah mm-hmm. and we talked about that you know you uh, the three of us um over you know a little breakfast mm-hmm. about that just that that kind of paradigm shift that was made in your heart that like you went with all this intention to find out all of these things about you, which you did, you know, you got some questions answered, but God also sent you on a, an, an assignment right. that you weren't really aware of necessarily, <laughs> right. Absolutely which was not. to capture their hearts with his love as well. Again, that intentionality, mm-hmm. that plan. Yes. yes. Um, somewhere a few years ago, I, I've always loved the story of Joseph as we all do for a million reasons, <laughs> but I feel like he kind of shared with me the simil- the similarities in Joseph's story and my story, not trying to claim <laughs> like a Bible character, right? <laughs> but, you know, Joseph was separated from his family of birth. He went through all kinds of winding roads, trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. you know, all the things he went through, but it was all for the purpose of God bringing him into a place of leadership second in power and command over Egypt and then his family came back to him and he was able to forgive them and restore them and then save their lives because they were in famine and starving Mm -hmm. and he saved the whole nation of Israel essentially Mm -hmm. and that story is so incredibly powerful because Mm -hmm. when we go through things in our life and we don't understand Mm -hmm. we don't know the end of the story Mm -hmm. we don't know what God is preparing us for Mm -hmm. or the place that he wants to put us in and I, I just see my life and you know 
we all have been through a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my adoptive parents, again, ended up having a lot of difficulty, and my mom unfortunately died of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I love her to this day. She was a beautiful mm-hmm. woman, but, you know, she succumbed. And mm-hmm. But the truth is, God had a place and a time that he needed me to be and I often think what if one of those pieces hadn't happened Mm -hmm. if I hadn't been adopted if I hadn't moved from New York to Florida if I hadn't met Craig and or Martha and she ministered to me and I'm and now there's this Grace Family Church Mm -hmm. that he has used as a vessel for the saving of many lives through Christ and it's just like how blessed are mm-hmm. we to be a part of God's epic story. Amen. <laughs> what if we all could see, not necessarily see, but when we're in the pit or in a really difficult place, mm-hmm. what if we just perceived or understood that I'm in this difficult place because at some point, someone mm-hmm. or many people will be saved through this situation. Yeah, absolutely. Through my story. It's yeah. everyone's story. Yes. It is. Yeah. I always end this with just saying, like, we all have a place of influence. We have a sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. And each child, each person makes an imprint in this world Mm -hmm. and and touches places that not one other person can touch. Mm -hmm. So maybe we don't lead a nation, but we have an influence in our school, in our neighborhood, you know, at church, at work. And it's just powerful. It is. It is. It really is. And the purpose of this podcast, if you haven't heard this a million times already, <laughs> is to go after the one. Amen. Because to your point, Deb, like it's not always a nation. It may mm-hmm. not be 400 youth. It may right. not be, you know, 10 people. But if you just get the one, mm-hmm. just the one, you've done what God needs you to do. And I think that's what we always, we always emphasize, Burley and I, we go back to our why. Sometimes when we want to get ahead of ourselves, sometimes we want to get ahead of the Holy Spirit, and sometimes we want to get ahead of everything. And we are continuously humbled and knocked back by the, the fact that this opportunity is only given to us because God allowed it. Mm. And that this is not our podcast. This is God's podcast. Yes. This is not our vision. This is his vision. This is his work. Mm-hmm. And however many people find something as a result of this is because that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that is, that's our influence. It's what he deems our influences. And we can't do it without him. No. None of this is possible apart no. for him. So I love that you say that. I love that, you know, you, you emphasize the influence because... Martha, I'm assuming her mm-hmm. name, your friend, she didn't know that by touching one, no. that she was touching thousands. So many, yes. Exactly. We don't know. Be- because what you and Pastor Craig do, um, the leadership mm-hmm. that goes on at that church, it couldn't, there would be no six campuses and things like that if there was not a God-fearing person behind it, mm-hmm. you know, um, I know that it's not through your own works, but that you're led through God. You're led yes, by the Spirit to do great things. And, and it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be what it is if it weren't for that. And I, I, I believe that in my heart. I've, you know, been to, I'm sure like you both have, we've visited lots of churches, you know. And I, there are a lot of great churches. There, mm-hmm. there are many other beautiful, amazing churches. But yes. there's, there are also some places where 
you know, <laughs> maybe God's not the focus for real, you know? Yeah. And you can feel that. Yeah. You I think know? Grace has a great balance of everything. Yeah. And uh, I will say, I told Alexis the other day, we were driving down Van Dyke and uh, we all counted how many churches on the way. <laughs> and there were so many. But I, I will say, you know, I, and I have been and I've moved mm -hmm. to other places and gone mm -hmm. to other churches. And, and there are some churches that I love and are very dear to my heart. Yeah. And, um, not to knock down any other churches, no. but man, Grace is uh, my growth. It is home. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. home for me. Mm -hmm. awesome. And it used to feel huge. Mm -hmm. Before I got involved, I remember feeling lost in, yeah. in Grace. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, feeling like no one knows me. And actually, at some point, it was actually easy for me because I just slip in, I yeah. slip out, no <laughs> one knows, no one saw me. Um, and eventually, as I started getting involved, hesitantly, but thank God for intentional pastors and leaders, and that, leaders yes. that see you, mm -hmm. even when you don't want to be seen. Oh, yeah. Eventually, I started to volunteer. Now it feels like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I know everyone. Every, the other day when I walked in, everyone's like, hey, Burley, hey, Burley, hey, yeah. Burley. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm like famous. You're no, a cool girl. I'm not. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. I'm like, how different it is from the beginning yeah. to now yeah. that, that I'm more involved. And I know more people and it does feel like home. I don't know about you too, but and I'm sure you've experienced this over the years Well, obviously you have a totally different position in the church, mm -hmm. but um, I find that for my kids alone, I can't get out <laughs> You know, I can't yeah. just like attend service and sneak out. I mean like those no kids way. never want to leave church Which is Amen. again, it's, a, it's, it's such a blessing Yes, that's our future, right? And I so, love that. Yes. I, love, I love I hear that often. Yes, Kids wake me up. Yes. yes. If I tell them, like, if there's something conflicting and, I mean, because we're always there. But there are times when, like, okay, we have to, you know, maneuver yeah, things course. around or, you know, whatever. It's a big deal. Like, I have mm -hmm. to really over-explain myself. Okay, we're going to go next week. We're, we'll, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> That's me this week. That's we'll sweet. do this. We'll do that. Yeah, if we're out of town or something yep. like that. <gasps> you know, yeah. and, and it's like my 13-year-old my has her sweet, sweet group of friends, you know, with United. And then Preston, awesome. the five-year-old, he's just like, who can I run around and tickle? And, <laughs> and you know, distract. he loves, you know. And it isn't great that they enjoy church. I can they have do. fun. They do. It's a fun place. They That's do. where we should be. And that, grow yeah. up together. You Amen. Know? I agree. That's so that, sweet. yeah, no, that it's, um, oh, we're, we're so grateful. Uh, yeah. it's all that to say, I don't know that we could, brag any harder yeah <laughs> every church has its calling yeah and every church whatever their style you know they're ministering to mm -hmm. certain people and yeah. it takes the community of churches you Amen. know there's enough people out there <laughs> to mm -hmm. go you know and we're just we mm -hmm. really do appreciate you know the hearts of all the churches in the yes. area yes. and that we we all have the same goal and purpose mm. we, do. we do so, we do we do yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's it's wonderful what we have with our community at Grace. And um, I've been so blessed, and as I know Burley has, to have been a part. So thank you for beautifully executing such a vision. <laughs> um, I just was going to share one verse that yeah, kind of got me through my life, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially after I found, well, after I found Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of been a life verse for me, just for anybody out there that has had any kind of difficult family 
upbringings. Mm -hmm. It's Psalm 2710. Mm. Though my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Amen. And that is just, that just sets you free. Mm -hmm. And I also love this verse, John 1, 12 through 13 says, to all who believe him and accept him, he gives the right to become children of God. Children not born of the desire of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. Mm. Yes. So no matter how we got here, Amen. <laughs> we have the right to become children of God. Amen. And I just love that because, again, yeah. just him sharing his plans or mm -hmm. executing his, his plans plan. mm -hmm. for us, even when we don't love him, even when we're unaware. Amen. Um, he's just always been there seeking us and yes. pursuing us. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, it's as I heard you say that, I was thinking, as a matter of fact, we're all adopted. Yes. yes. We're all adopted into his, into his family exactly. through Jesus. Your, your way of yeah. saying that you were blessed because you're adopted, yes. you're chosen. Yes. Yes. You I love that. that. That's part yes. of my story that I, I forgot to say, but no, you, it's so you found it, you remembered it. Yes. It's just, God talks about adoption all yes. through His Word. Yes. We're all adopted. We are all adopted. And that's adopted. right. We were chosen. Mm -hmm. And um, that just, that should just change all of our lives. Mm -hmm. It, You know, I, I Amen. am so humbled by that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. <laughs> See, look at the Holy Spirit just pulling it all in. I love it. So for anybody out there who's feeling, you know, who may have experienced something similar with adoption or maybe just not really feeling connected with yes. your birth family, yes. whether adopted or not, you know, um, you weren't, an you accident. weren't an accident. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the, yeah, mm -hmm. you were not an accident. Mm -hmm. And no matter how you got here, you're here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and that alone is a blessing, you know, and sometimes our circumstances have a way of painting a picture to us that, um, it's not the best situation for us. This is not the best life for us. This is not the mm -hmm. best way. Um, but I just encourage anyone feeling those ways to just lean in. And mm -hmm. I know, like, what does it mean to lean in? It means to just ask God, just come to him. And it doesn't have to be a special way that you word it. You don't have to have scripture. You don't have to just talk to him. Mm -hmm. You exactly. know, allow to call out to him and let him know what your heart is you know, what your heart's feeling, because once you start opening up and you ask, he'll start pouring into you. That's right. He will let you know there's not a voice that he doesn't hear. Mm. Right. And he has time for you. Mm. There's one thing that I hear a lot of, you know, non-believers and even some believers say, well, God doesn't have time for me. He's got bigger things to do. That couldn't be more false. Mm. That, that's right. You are so important to him. Um, and regardless of your life circumstances or situations, I pray you never forget that, that you are worthy. Yes. You mean a lot to him. You are his priority. Mm. Yes. You know, when he created man, he created us specifically for these beautiful reasons. Relationship to, for relationship. Him. Yeah. For relationship with him, to resemble him, yes. to, you know, to come alongside of him. And there's no other way to do that than to pray, mm. than to lean in, to talk to him. Yes. 
Amen. Yeah. I love, 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 love this episode. Thank you so much, Deb, for, for well, coming thank on. Thank you for having me. Oh, you've been such a, an amazing blessing, a breath oh, of fresh air. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We are blessed quite by you. amazing women, if I must Amen. say so. Thank I'm you. honored to be with you. <laughs> thank you. And well, honored to follow you, your inspiration, your drive, your passion for Christ. Oh, and I know you. God's going to really use this. And uh, so thank you for being willing vessels. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, guys, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Follow us on all of, all of the platforms that you can find podcasts in, Apple, Spotify, Google. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook under the Messy Message Podcast. Have a great one. Love you. Be blessed. Bye. Bye.